Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I know that they missed Kuminga last night, late scratch, and then you don't have Anthony Lamb. And I know, Anthony Lamb, what, what, what's not so good about him? But they were just very short-handed. And to me right now... Why? What? Very short-handed. Well, they were last night. You don't have Wiggins. Uh, you didn't Lamb can play. You didn't have Kuminga, and you're out that GP two right now. So you're there. You're there. Yeah, they're shorthanded. They are. So That's, were the Grizzlies. I know. I know. I'm just trying to say I understand what's going on here. Before I say something All that right. may be viewed as rather critical. Okay. Yeah. Right. You ever? Do you enjoy cereal? I do. I, yeah. Okay. I do I go Cocoa Puffs? Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, those are my top three in yeah. any order. Yeah, Cocoa Puffs, very good, very strong. I like Cocoa Krispies as well. Okay. You know how it is sometimes you pour the cereal, right? And mm-hmm. then you go to the fridge and you get the milk. And then, uh-oh, you realize, I'm not sure how old the milk is. <laughs> and you check it, check the date. Eh, it's a little iffy. And then what do you do with the milk? You smell it. Yes. Right now, I think the Warriors, we're not sure what the expiration date is on this dynasty, whatever you want to call it. It's like, ah, because they were supposed to get freshened up by the young players. That Mm -hmm. didn't work out. We all know that. So now, after last night, I'm thinking, this is a team that I'm like, oh, I think this. You think it's bad? We may need to pour this out as far as as far as a championship team. I think we're past the expiration now. Yeah, I'm to the point where I'm asking somebody else, my little sister or somebody. (laughs) Yeah, can you smell this? This smell bad to you? I'm asking multiple people. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not saying get rid of everybody, but I mean the hopes of yeah, this team, boy, they can. Playoffs come, they make a run. Oh, it doesn't smell like it to me right now because that smelled bad. Now here's the thing. Most of the time, if you got to ask somebody else, it's bad. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Most of the time, if you got to ask somebody else, it, it's a, just confirmation. And me personally, if someone else goes, and then they make a face and they go, I think it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like, no, it's no, not. No, no. You know what? It's not. It's not that serious. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but the play last night where Clay, and we all know the Clay, we all saw it, where Clay didn't want to bend down, pick up the ball. It's going out of bounds. I'd rather let it go out of bounds. Bad. Brooks picks it up, scores. It's like, you can't let that happen. Uh, how many times <laughs> uh, did we see uh, Desmond Bain like get the ball and then realizes, Jordan Poole's guarding me. Well, see you later. And just take it right to the basket. You're talking about, you're talking about smelling... Food, Whitey, talking about smelling milk. Yeah. You know what Desmond Bain smelled last night with Jordan Poole? Barbecue chicken. Yeah. Barbecue chicken. And he did the same thing, Ty Jerome. Yes, he did. It was just because if we're going to get on Jordan Poole, I mean, Ty Jerome, nope, the help didn't come. There was one 
it just, it just there was he needed help. That was number one. He got beat. Then no help came. It was a layup line at one point. You're a right. layup line. And if you missed the three, they were undersized. Why do you, everybody that's been has listened to me knows I I play basketball YMCA and Barcadero. Yeah, there are people. Know. There are people. A sizzle. A sizzle all day. There are players in my YMCA chat right now that are taller than members of the starting lineup for the NBA defending champion Golden State Warriors. Okay. It's ridiculous. Yeah. First of all, to your point about Ty Jerome, totally agree. Wasn't it? Was it Reggie Miller doing the game? And he said, "Come on, you got to make a better effort than that." Yeah. Uh, as far as the size, and I'm not disagreeing with you. But you tell me, why does that matter when last year they weren't very big? They, you know, they had Wiseman, but he didn't play all year, and they won a championship. Bielitsa's big, and they had an auto portal. But why, why should it matter if they won last year without a big? Why is it such a big deal this year? Because, and I believe, you know, somebody else had said this as well. The past is the past. You got to look forward, right? You cannot. Say, well, this worked last year. I mean, Whitey, if, if we lived like that, we'd still all have flip phones. And I love the Razor. I got in trouble at Dale South because I'm texting on the Razor on my phone. Mm -hmm. But I sure do like the iPhone. Yeah. You got to look hey, forward. This is a sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> It took right? too long. It took, right? Well, it took too long to type that out on the T9, <laughs> so I wouldn't bother with that. <laughs> wouldn't bother with that. Did you hear Steve Kerr said after the game, he said, uh, and we may have it here. Let's see if he mentions it here. He started uh, four guards last night. Coach, how'd that work out? Uh, you know, we've we've gotten off to bad starts, six, seven straight games. So we were looking for a little daylight, you know, early in the game. You know, Memphis is a, a good defensive team. So we wanted to spread them out and uh, hopefully get some good shots early. We didn't do that. We, we, we were impatient early and we took some really tough, quick shots. I didn't think we got organized well enough. So I think in, in hindsight, Probably got a little too cute with that, but you know we are where we are. We're we're searching a little bit on the road and took a took a gamble with that, and it, it didn't pay off. I mean, I appreciate that. That's the coach basically saying, "Yeah, I tried this and it didn't work, and I shouldn't have." But they were too cute last night. If you're gonna play like that, where you're smaller and you're you're scrambling on defense and trying some different looks defensively, which we didn't see a lot of last night, but if you're gonna if you're gonna try to win that way, you got to be very scrappy. The way DiVincenzo plays. He went great last night, but he plays hard. You can't be too cute. You can't be, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get the ball. You have no chance if that's the way you're going to play when, when you're a smallish team. When they were coming back from a timeout or a commercial and they did the, you know, the mic'd up for the huddles right during the timeout you had Steve Kerr and you could hear him saying guys the whole point of this is to spread them out so that is that to me said a lot about this plan because I am curious what was said beforehand and what they because they don't have a lot of time to plan this stuff out and who knows when they decided that they were going to go super small because it's, it, it almost sounded like guys do you not remember what we talked about that's what it sounded like mm. so I don't know if it was it, clearly it was an experiment gone wrong but when I heard that in the mic'd up and he's saying guys the whole point of this is to spread them out Steve what did you talk did you guys talk before the game what was the game plan I guess just run the same offense but clearly they were not all on the same page nope 888-957-9570. Coach talked again about we're disconnected, and it's getting to the point where it's really alarming how disconnected they are. Brian on the text line says, hey, milk is good for up to a week after its expiration. Look it up. 
I guess that's good news. From the uh, 415, I quit on the game because of that clay play. He should have at least protected the ball with his body on that play. And that's the thing. It's Clay Thompson. You know he knows that. Mm-hmm. So how does that happen? Yeah. It's mind-boggling. That is the scary part with this, with having the vets, as we've talked about before. How do, how do you get through to somebody when... They all, they all know. Everybody in the room knows that that is not acceptable. Yeah. So how do you, how do you remind? You don't have to remind them. So what right. do you say? It's not yeah. as if it's not the Houston Rockets. Hey, you know, Jalen Green or whoever, you, you shouldn't do stuff like that. These guys have been through the fire. They know. So Steve Kerr is just looking at them. What are we doing, guys? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Yeah. Here's a play last night. Tim Roy, uh, with the call on ninety-five-seven, the game, and he's. Funny because it's interesting because he he mentions how upset Steve Kerr appeared to be. Jared Jackson Jr. off the screen gets a layup. Out of the side, out of bounds. Steve Kerr is so mad right now. He's calling timeout. You've got to beat him to that side and stay between him and the ball. 59-53. That's inexcusable. Timeout. Yeah. How many times? How is this happening? We all know it. Tim Roy knows it. Jim Barnett knows it. The players that are doing it know it. Yeah. And it's still happening. 888-957-9570. Gene the Machine in Oakland, 95.7 The Game. What's up, Gene? Good to talk with you. Yeah, same here. Thanks for taking my call. So, uh, I think that smell that you're detecting is uh, is dis- dysfunction of the team. Um, you know, sure, they got problems with height and age and all that, but I don't know. I'm just feeling as though, you know, starting from the beginning of the season where because of that incident, there was really a double standard set between the, uh, you know, the vets and the young, you know, the young guys. Um, you know, and all the mistakes, frankly. I mean, Steve Kerr is a future Hall of Fame coach but he's he's having a bad year maybe maybe the worst of, of the entire team because uh you know he's he's not really handled the young people well he's 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 constantly you know uh experimenting with rotations he just there just seems to be so much confusion and chaos and i'm, I'm afraid he's, he's actually losing the locker room because they're not they don't seem to be learning anything they don't seem to be listening to him so i mean I'm not ready to give up on this team as far as maybe winning another championship, but uh, they got to figure this out. They got to they got to deal with this dysfunction and bring this team together somehow. And I don't know how they're going to do it. Thank you, Gene. Appreciate that. You know, I'm a big uh, Kerr fan, but you go back to, gosh, was it 2017 or so? You know, and he, they'd he'd coached them through you know, 73 wins and championships. And do you remember this, Alan? He actually at one point said, "You know what? I let them choose the lineups because they're they're not they're not even listening to me." Mm. This was years ago. He yeah. said that. Obviously, a motivational ploy, but it does look like now, like whatever he's telling them, either it's not getting through, or they're just not physically capable of executing the things he wants them to execute. It yeah. is alarming. It, it is alarming, and very similar to that. I saw a lot of things on, you know, just Dub Nation social media saying, all right, it's time to have a players only meeting. I don't know where you're at with the players only meetings. Do we actually have any proof that players only meetings work? I don't know. I know that they happen. And I know that sometimes, hey, we feel better about this. You know who just had a players only? And I know it's completely different. You know who had a players only Mm. meeting? Who? The Grizzlies did, led by did Stephen they? Oh, Adams. That's right, they the did. The night yeah. that John ja Morant went out and the rest is is history. And I know that the Warriors are not the Grizzlies. I just I don't know if a players meeting helps because we're so far in the season. Whitey, it's hard for me to believe that they haven't already had one. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's my question. Do you need to have another? I, I have no clue. By the way, do you know what the key to a successful players only meeting is? What going is going to baseball? Uh, Boach, I think was it, and probably still is a master of this. You and and actually, well. It's a team meeting because a players only meeting the manager doesn't call. But when he would call a team meeting, they'd do it before a game that you know you're almost certainly going to win. <laughs> like mm. you're playing, you're, you're having a rough stretch, and then you're playing somebody that's down, and you know maybe they they have a starter that you're like, we know we can destroy this guy. That's when you have the team meeting. Players only meeting is a little different, but that's one of the keys to a successful team meeting because like, hey, we got to turn this thing around, but you got to make sure that you're doing it right before a game that you're probably going to win. Right. Coach is really good well, at that. You, you got the yeah bucks. In the sun, so you might want to table that. Yeah, I think you're right. So remember early in the season when they spoke with Clay, there was a conversation with Clay about some of the shots he was taking. I think it was after the Phoenix game that, that you already would that, cited. Would that count? Was that a, a players only meeting or was that a Clay specific thing? Yeah, it sounds like it was. I don't know. Sounds like it was maybe a players only meeting. That's a great question. We have to we have to look into that. I think part of the problem now would be. Who would call it? And I mean, everybody would be pointing at everybody, mm-hmm. right? Right now, yeah. Besides that was kind of like an intervention, like, "Hey, Clay, this is how we all feel." If you had right. one now, it'd be like, "Everybody, no, it's his fault. It's your fault. What do we do? We don't know what we're doing. You don't know what you're. No, you don't know what you're doing. All right, you know, look out." And it could actually get uh, turned into a physical altercation, which would not be well beneficial. Well, yes, and. That's because there is a track record that yeah, Dylan Brooks exactly. had. By the way, and Dylan Brooks, he got at Draymond last night, and he said, "Well, I'm not out here uh, assaulting my own team. Look, if, if if the if the low blows are gonna go, they're gonna go, and there was nothing that anybody could do. There's nothing anybody could say. Not to we already discussed, you know, the Draymond piece of it. Oh, we're just getting started but on I, all of it. But I do think going back to your point and to give the counter on that because it's everybody." It could get chippy, but if there's any team, and I know there was a Draymond situation, but you have three guys on that team that had the longest tenures on the same team in Steph, Clay, and Draymond. If they can't have a successful team meeting that are by, by themselves, then nobody should anymore because I think this is a good opportunity because everybody has some culpability to say, you, we all have to be better. So we, we got to figure this thing out. So it's less about pointing fingers at one another or, hey, it's a Clay thing or it's a whoever thing. Draymond last game, he had his issue. Yeah. Clay this game, he had that issue. Jordan Poole just is allergic to playing defense. Everybody has a piece of this terrible tasting pie. So maybe it could work. I don't know. I would like to know if Draymond did address the team at all. I know we talked to Coach Kirk a couple days ago about to play two nights ago, two games ago, where Draymond gave up. Um, and Coach Kerr said he knows he can't do that, and we spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Did he address the team? I mean, because he should, right? If you're a team leader and you give up on the team, that has to be acknowledged. Like, you know what? Everybody, I know we stink right now, but what I did can't happen. Yeah. That's on me. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, until a guy like that does that, how could you even have a team meeting? If your team leader's not going to acknowledge that, yes, I gave up on us on a play. That Bucks, the Bucks game, that has to be that's that has to be the ABC National, right? Yes. So I think it is a good I know what Bochi said, but you don't have an opportunity for that. I think this is a good a good situation to say, look, I know we're not trying to get embarrassed at home. Hmm. On national television, 
against a team that if we do get our act together, we could face in the finals. Who so, calls it, Alan? I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I, I understand it's an interesting idea. Who calls it and what do they say? It would be Steph, I think, because if you remember last year, remember he kicked the chair and they had a, the winning streak after he kicked the chair. So when Steph gets upset, they go on runs. I think it would have to be Steph because he's the only one that has the least culpability because he hasn't been playing. So he comes back, and now they're 0-3 with his return. Look, Steph hasn't been perfect either. But I do think it would have to be Steph. I just think Draymond... Draymond is that guy, and I know because I'm a talker. Draymond talks too much. So when, when you hear from Draymond, it's easy to drown out everything because he never stops talking. But somebody like Steph, who doesn't talk all the time, and look, I'm you know, Steph, four turnovers. So everybody has something to say or has a piece of this, but I would say it would, it would have to be, and we know Draymond's the emotional leader. No, it's got to come from the actual, the real deal leader, and that's Steph Curry. Yeah, when you give up on your team, there's that's definitely a lack of uh, leading, emotional or otherwise. 888-957-9570, RJ and Napa joins us. RJ, what is the reason for the Warriors' struggles of late? Okay, so it's two things, guys. Thanks for taking the call. The first thing is uh, they're just getting old. I think the, the play in particular with Clay, um, that was just a business decision, you know, not to get on the floor and get the ball. I mean, that's another tweak on the knee, another tweak on the Achilles, and he figured the ball was going out of bounds, so why worry about it? Um, the second thing, which is kind of the bigger issue, I'm sorry, but I've been saying this for about a year and a half, and uh, sounds like people are starting to agree with me, but I've never seen a player uh, praised more for doing less than Jordan Poole. And the double standard that the Warriors let him get away with uh, versus, um, you know, shipping a guy like James Wiseman out of town. The rap on James Wiseman was, well, he can score, but he can't do a lot else other than that. Okay, what do you think Jordan Poole's doing? And I think the veterans see that, and uh, it creates a real divide. So, uh, thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you, RJ, and good luck. It sounded like the giant boulder from Indiana Jones was like rolling towards him or something there towards the end of yeah, the call. Yeah, I hope. Stay safe. Yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> uh, Jordan Poole, I think, has a lot to do with some of these issues. I'm not saying it's his fault, but he seems to be the fulcrum of a lot of the feelings of disconnectedness, if I may. From That's the, even a word. From the jump in Xfinity Mobile text line 415, is it possible Poole just had a fluke good year last year. I think Jordan Poole's being asked to do more than he's capable of doing on the Warriors. Uh, you know, he's asked to step in and be Steph when Steph's not there and provide instant offense. And I think he's very inconsistent and I think he's still developing. But the fact that he doesn't play defense, you're right. I mean, he's a terrible defender. Um, and so he's not a good fit for the way they play, in my opinion. I, he's got a lot of talent. He can score. He goes. He, last night his numbers were pretty decent. But as I said a couple days ago, I don't think Jordan Poole's a good fit for the way the Warriors want to play. So does that mean? Well, we got to move them. Does that mean they're going to change the way they play? They got some big questions they're going to have to address in the offseason. Yeah, and you pay, unless they win it all. Unless they win it all, and you paid a guy who, when the team is at full strength, he plays the worst. That, to me, is logistically a problem, right? If you're getting more value, more ROI for all you techies out there and sales guys, if you are getting a better ROI when your best player is out from another guy that you just paid, that's not a great business model. 
you need somebody that's going to give you at least a similar ROI regardless of the situation. And Jordan Poole is just wildly different. And last season, I had more grace for him. And I do get that he's being asked to do a lot of different things. But this, but I'm looking towards the future. This season, I have no clue what's going to happen. But just assuming, oh, well, okay, well, Steph's back. So it's going to take Jordan Poole seven games to figure it out. That's a problem. <laughs> and it's also a problem because either way, during those seven games, when he's trash on offense, he's still trash on defense. That's an issue. So I know they're going to take a look at that because there are some guys. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's an apples to oranges comparison, but I mean, or, or if it's closer than what people think. But I look at a Desmond Bain, and I think last year, and Desmond Bain had a great season last year. He's a really good player. But, but I do think that there would be some conversations last year. It would be more of an argument, well, who would you want on your squad? Jordan Poole or Desmond Bain? I don't know, Jordan Poole and that upside, he can do this, he can do that. This year, I don't even think it's a question. I don't think it's a question no. that you would rather have Desmond Bain. I don't think it's a question. So that's not great because we are paying you to go up, not the plateau. I don't know why they paid him when they, yeah. They felt they needed to pay him. They thought they were going to save money. We want to keep him. We pay him now. If he's on the open market, we can match it, but someone's going to pay him more. I know uh, Joe Lacob addressed that and said, we we really, we, we, we had good reason to think someone else was going to pay him a lot of money. I would not have paid him. They did, and now uh, they've got what appears to be as much of a problem as a solution to their problems. I, I think that they, and we spoke about this a little bit on Wednesday, I do believe, I, I wasn't mad at them paying him. But I, but it was a gamble, and as as of right now, the gamble isn't really paying off. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only three ninety-nine per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.